1: I'm Neo. Welcome into the Skeptic Arena. Today is March 7th, 2015. The website is theskepticarena.com. Today, an article written by David Edwards of the website Crooks and Liars. It is entitled, Fox Host Says Churches That Encourage Health Insurance Are Violating The Separation of Church and State. David begins. Fox News contributor Dr. Robert Jeffress, who is head pastor of one of the most prominent megachurches in Texas, insisted that Jesus would not have wanted his church to promote health insurance that provided comprehensive birth control coverage for women. David, how does Jeffress know that? Is he hearing the voices in his head again? David continues. Host Steve Ducey pointed out on Fox and Friends that the Department of Health and Human Services had recommended that churches encourage their members to get coverage under the Affordable Care Act before the end of the open enrollment period. A press release from the Washington, D.C. Insurance Marketplace even quoted the Bible. Quote, the body is a temple and must be insured. End quote. Ducey asked Jeffress to explain why he refused to partner with Obamacare. Jeffress replied, "You know, when most people come to church, they come to hear a timeless word from the Lord, not the latest word from Washington. And I realize that many bureaucrats confuse themselves with the Almighty." But there really is a difference between the two. David, maybe Jeffress was referring to Bush. After all, Bush is the only recent president who said that God personally gave him instructions. Jeffress continued, The problem I have with this is Obamacare is not an idea or a suggestion. It's a governmental mandate. David, so is car insurance. But for some reason conservatives weren't willing to shut down the government and destroy the economy over that one. Jeffress added, And if you don't participate, you get fined. David, tell Jeffress that that is how the law works. It is the same way with car insurance. In those few states where it is not required, owners must post a bond or pay a fee. Jeffress added, If you don't pay the fine... You go to jail. David, you need to ask Jeffress to explain that one. And Jeffress concludes his comment by saying, And I just don't think the Church of Jesus Christ ought to be an extension of the federal government to enforce its edicts. David, the Church wasn't being asked to enforce the government's edicts. It was being asked to encourage members to get coverage. So Jeffress is not being honest. Ducey said that the political left often charged that conservative policies were a violation of the separation of church and state. David, those charges are true. In fact, Pulpit Freedom Sunday is an intentional violation of that separation by church leaders. Ducey should Google that. In fact, here's a link to get him started. And in the word document associated with this podcast, I provided him a link to Pulpit Freedom Sunday. Ducey added, So now the state is asking the church, Hey, we need to boost these numbers. You got to help us. David, all the government did was ask. Many churches will help because they care about their congregations. Other churches will let their members suffer because politics is more important to them than the well-being of their flocks. Jeffress agreed. That's right, and I want to remind people that many of us have a problem with Obamacare because it provides for abortifacients, abortion-inducing birth control drugs. David, remind Jeffress that the vast majority of the women taking advantage of Planned Parenthood services are Christians, so they obviously do not agree with him, nor does the Bible agree with him, as God was the greatest abortionist in history. Jeffress continues, In fact, it's not just secular employees. This administration was trying to push religious organizations to provide abortion-inducing drugs, and they would have done so if the Supreme Court hadn't slapped their hand in the Hobby Lobby case. David, as long as the Supreme Court is dominated by five Catholic men who place their religious beliefs above their sworn oath to uphold the Constitution, there is nothing much Americans can do. We are basically screwed. Jeffress added, I think people do need health care. David, what an amazing deduction. Unfortunately, like all conservatives... While Jefferson admits that people do need health care, he thinks that the only people who actually deserve it are the wealthy. Continuing, Jeffress added, The body needs to be more than insured. It needs to be protected against destruction and death. David, the best way to accomplish that would be to outlaw the Republican Party. Their refusal to accept the Medicaid extension has cost thousands of lives and has ruined millions of others. And Jeffress concludes by saying, I just think it is ironic that the most pro-abortion administration in history would cite a Bible verse that extols the virtue of life. David, Jeffress has a point, especially considering the fact that The administration had a choice of hundreds of verses that extolled death. I'm just surprised he could even find a verse that extolled life. And now we move to the science segment. Today's story, malocclusion and dental crowding, arose 12,000 years ago with the earliest farmers. Hunter-gatherers had almost no malocclusion and dental crowding. The condition first became common among the world's earliest farmers some 12,000 years ago in Southwest Asia. By analyzing the lower jaws and teeth dimensions of 292 archaeological skeletons from the Levant, Anatolia, and Europe from between 28,000 and 6,000 years ago, an international team of scientists has discovered a clear separation between European hunter-gatherers, near-eastern Anatolian semi-sedentary hunter-gatherers, and transitional farmers, and European farmers based on the form and structure of their jawbones. Analysis shows that the lower jaws of the world's earliest farmers in the Levant are not simply smaller versions of those of the predecessor hunter-gatherers, but that the lower jaw underwent a complex series of shape changes commensurate with the transition to agriculture. The hunter-gatherer populations have an almost perfect harmony between their lower jaws and teeth. But this harmony begins to fade when you examine the lower jaws and teeth of the earliest farmers. In the case of hunter-gatherers, scientists found a correlation between inter-individual jaw bones and dental distances suggesting an almost perfect state of equilibrium between the two. While in the case of semi-sedentary hunter-gatherers and farming groups, they found no such correlation, suggesting that the harmony between the teeth and the jawbone was disrupted with the shift towards agricultural practices and sedentism in the region. This may be linked to the dietary changes among the different populations. The diet of the hunter-gatherer was based on hard foods like wild, uncooked vegetables and meat, while the staple diet of the sedentary farmer is based on soft-cooked or processed foods like cereals and legumes. With soft-cooked foods, there is less of a requirement for chewing, which in turn lessens the size of the jaws, but without a corresponding reduction in the dimensions of the teeth. So there is no adequate space in the jaws, and this often results in malocclusion and dental crowding. The link between chewing, diet, and related dental wear patterns is well known in the scientific literature. Today, malocclusion and dental crowding affects around one in five people in modern world populations. The condition has been described as the malady of civilization. And now we move to the final segment of the show... Famous Quotes, Today, James Madison. I will give no biography as he has been previously quoted, except to say that James Madison was one of the founding fathers. Here is the quote from James Madison. The purpose of separation of church and state is to keep forever from these shores the ceaseless strife that has soaked the soil of Europe